The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's a holy day. I told you it was coming. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday, December 8th, 2021, Wednesday of the second week of Advent. In the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle 2. And Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the Rosary. Today is the Solemnity of the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary. In 1854, Pius IX solemnly proclaimed... The most blessed Virgin Mary in the first instant of her conception by a singular grace and privilege granted by Almighty God in view of the merits of Jesus Christ, the Savior of the human race, was preserved free from all stain of original sin. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us and let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying for a catechist summoned to announce the word of God. May they be its witnesses with courage and creativity and in the power of the Holy Spirit. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon of my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my God and Angel, intercede for me. Today is a day of special joy, the feast, the solemnity of the Immaculate Conception of Mary. And the Mass begins with its entrance antiphon, those words we say as the priest comes in, Gaudens gaudebo in domino, rejoicing, I will rejoice in the Lord, or In another translation, I rejoice heartily in the Lord. In my God is the joy of my soul. Holy Mother, we want to share in your joy, the joy of your holiness. Today, this day, we celebrate the the purity, the sanctity, the sinlessness of Mary. For a number of years, I did social projects in Nicaragua, and it was wonderful. And when I was there, I learned about a wonderful custom that they have there. It's called the Griteria, the public cry. And it's done particularly on the Feast of the Assumption and even more, the Feast of the Immaculate Conception. And people go through the streets crying out, that's the Griteria, the cry, crying out, Que causa tanta alegría? What causes so much joy? And depending on the feast, the people respond, the Assumption of Mary or the Conception of Mary on December the 8th, the conception of Mary, and children are given sweets, and it's a day of joy. Of course there's joy. Of course there's joy. It's the joy of our mother. It's the joy of the salvation that God has carried out in the Blessed Virgin Mary. Mary has been saved in a superior way. It shows how far God's grace can go. I love this language of clothing. We read again in the 
Antiphon, he has clothed me with a robe of salvation and wrapped me in a mantle of justice like a bride adorned with her jewels. And this language of clothing fits very nicely with what we read in the book of Revelation, the last time in the Bible Our Lady is mentioned, where she appears in heaven. And a great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and on her head a crown of twelve stars. We see clearly that it's Our Lady, because she gives birth to Christ, the one who will rule over all the nations. And this is a sign of Mary's holiness, clothed with the sun, that crown of twelve stars. This is the glory of her holiness. And how different that is from today's first reading. We see Mary's joy clothed in God's holiness. And in the reading, instead, we see Adam's shame and fear naked in his sin. I heard the sound of you in the garden. I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. We tend to hide in our shame, but God finds us to heal us. Thank you, Lord God, for your mercy, for always looking for us. The virgin clothed in holiness, Adam naked in sin. What a contrast. What is this clothing? Now, clothes are very important. I remember meeting somebody once who was doing a PhD, a doctorate in on clothes in Shakespeare. I've also known somebody who's done his PhD on clothes in the Bible. Clothes are very important. They, in many ways, express our personality. They say so much about us. Luther also had the idea of clothing. We are clothed in Christ's merits. But his idea was a very external clothing. We remain filthy on the inside. And Christ covers us over with his righteousness, with his holiness. And so, as it were, God sees Christ's holiness and not our filthiness. We remain filthy on the inside. But that's not the Catholic idea of clothing. G.K. Chesterton put it very well, distinguishing between the Catholic idea and the Lutheran idea. We're not just whitewashed, we are washed white. We are truly washed also on the inside. Grace transforms us on the inside. Putting on Christ, being clothed in Christ, is not just something external. It penetrates us. It enters our very soul. It transforms us. Lord Jesus, we put on your holiness. And we want ever more to put on your holiness. That goes deep inside us. That transforms us. And we put on your holiness in prayer, in the sacraments, in reading and studying your word, in church teaching. All these, in all these ways, your holiness enters into us, sinks into us and transforms us. Now we live in a world that's very dominated by fashion and advertising. And we're constantly getting the message that what you wear makes you. you know, buy these clothes. These clothes will make you tough or strong or cool or confident, or in control, so they claim, or even sexually attractive. Of course, we know all that is false. Yes, to a certain extent, clothes reflect what you are. And yes, even to a certain extent, perhaps often in a bad way, clothes can make you what you are, or make you become something. If we do dress indecently, well, we we might end up little by little becoming an indecent person. Whereas if instead somebody dresses in an elegant, simple, chaste way. Well, that that helps that person become elegant, simple and chaste. So yes, of course, clothes affect us and clothes both reflect us and effect us. But of course, clothes themselves don't make you holy. They don't make you a good person. They don't clothe you literally in greatness, virtue or holiness. But the grace of Christ does. 
We put on Christ. We are transformed on the inside. Holy Mother, you put on Christ. You put on God totally. We see you welcoming God totally at the moment of the Annunciation. Be it done unto me according to your word. And at that moment you received Christ bodily into your womb. God made man. But as the fathers of the church would often say, before Mary conceived in the womb, she conceived Christ in her heart, in her soul, through faith. And we too can conceive God through faith. He enters our hearts, our lives, and through us he enters the lives of others. People of faith conceive and give birth to God in the world. God enters the world through people of faith. Holy Spirit, make us those people of faith. The Feast of the Immaculate Conception tells us that Mary was conceived without original sin. And here people often make a mistake. It's not how she conceived Christ. It was how she was conceived herself. How God brought her to be in the womb of her mother, Anna, without sin. She was sinless from the very first moment of her conception. I imagine St. Joseph cleaning out the stable in Bethlehem. Well, God made sure that the place where he was conceived was perfectly clean. Mary was poor and humble, the handmaid of the Lord as a human being. But God cleaned her perfectly, or rather made sure no dirt got in her in the first place. And that's why we talk of Mary's superior salvation. Somebody can be saved from a big pool of mud in two ways. You can be saved by being pulled out of it, or an even better way to be saved is to be prevented from falling in. And that's how Mary was saved. She was saved in a superior way. She was saved even from falling into sin. The feast stresses Mary's sinlessness, but there's also a more positive side. It stresses Mary as God's perfect work. Pope St. John Paul II called Our Lady the perfect opus Dei, the perfect work of God. God has done things well in Mary. He's made her perfect in virtue, in grace, in holiness. Now, Lord, we ask you, why didn't you make all of us like that? And then we understand that Mary was God's work of mercy, not of justice. In Mary, God exceeded himself. We could almost say he went beyond himself. And that is holiness, isn't it? It shows The holiness of Mary shows us the holiness of God, that God can do things so well. St. Josemaria would encourage us to excedernos, to go beyond ourselves in our self-giving, in the quality of our work, in our lives. This is not perfectionism, but it's working every day with love, doing things well for love. Let's make our work, our activities, our prayer, opus Dei, a work of God, another Blessed Virgin Mary. God did things so well, he created so well, so perfectly in Mary. And what joy, the joy of a job well done. Mary is so full of joy because she's so full of God, because she's so well done. So first of all, we see what God has done well in Mary. And we see her joy, for example, in the Magnificat. Does your work, my friend, joyfully magnify God? Does it proclaim, does it sing God's glory? But of course, Mary responded, made spotless and holy. She kept herself spotless and grew in holiness. And we might think, well, how can Mary, who's all holy, grow in holiness? Well, Mary grew in holiness every day of her life, and she grew and became more holy according to her stage in life. To give you an example, a bud can be a perfect bud, but it's meant to become a flower. A lamb can be a perfect lamb, but it's meant to become a sheep. Each thing can be, potentially at least, perfect according to its stage. Well, Mary was always perfect according to her stage, but she grew and grew. 
She grew in perfect in holiness and perfection by constantly responding to the grace of God. We will become ever more a work of God, an opus day, if we respond to God. And we will grow in joy. Let's respond, let's grow by our correspondence, our yes. What causes sadness? We know, doubt, holding back, selfishness, slowness to give. What causes joy is saying yes to God. And we see that in Mary. So Holy Mother, perfect work of God, help us to share in your joy, the joy of saying always yes to God. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. More of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 17 past the hour on Daybreak. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We pray as one church. And we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And, and my, my mouth will, will proclaim, proclaim your praise. Come, Come let, let us celebrate the Immaculate Conception of the Virgin Mary. Let us worship her Son, Christ the Lord. The Lord's is the earth and, and its all fullness, its fullness, the world and all, and all its peoples. It is He who set it on the seas, on the waters He made it firm. Who shall climb the mountain of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? The man with clean hands and pure heart, who desires not worthless things, who has not sworn so as to deceive his neighbor. He shall receive blessings from the Lord and reward from the God who saves him. Such are the men who seek him. Seek the face of the God of Jacob. O gates, lift higher your heads, grow higher ancient doors. Let him enter the King of glory. Who is the King of glory? The Lord, the mighty, the valiant. The Lord, the valiant in war. O gates, lift higher your heads, grow higher ancient doors. Let him enter the King of glory. Who is he, the King of glory? He, the Lord of armies. He is the King of glory. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us celebrate the Immaculate Conception of the Virgin Mary. Let us worship her Son. Christ the Lord. At her conception, Mary received a blessing from the Lord and loving kindness from God her Savior. At her conception, Mary received a blessing from the Lord and loving kindness from God her Savior. The Lord's is the earth and its fullness, the world and all its peoples. It is He who set it on the seas. On the waters he made it firm. Who shall climb the mountain of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? The man with clean hands and pure heart, who desires not worthless thing, who has not sworn so as to deceive his neighbor. He shall receive blessings from the Lord 
and reward from the God who saves him. Such are the men who seek him. Seek the face of the God of Jacob. O gates, lift high your heads. Grow higher, ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Who is the King of glory? The Lord, the mighty, the valiant. The Lord, the valiant in war. O gates, lift high your heads. Grow higher, ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Who is he, the King of glory? He, the Lord of armies, he is the King of glory. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. At her conception, Mary received a blessing from the Lord and and loving kindness from God her Savior. God gave her his help from the dawning of her days. The Most High has made his dwelling place a holy temple. God gave her his help from the dawning of her days. The Most High has made his dwelling place a holy temple. God is for us a refuge and strength, a helper close at hand in time of distress. So we shall not fear, though the earth should rock, though the mountains fall into the depths of the sea, even though its waters rage and foam, even though the mountains be shaken by its waves. The Lord of hosts is with us. God of Jacob is our stronghold. The waters of a river give joy to God's city, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within. It cannot be shaken. God will help it at the dawning of the day. Nations are in tumult. Kingdoms are shaken. He lifts his voice. The earth shrinks away. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Come. Consider the works of the Lord, the redoubtable deeds he has done on the earth. He puts an end to wars over all the earth. The bow he breaks, the spear he snaps. He burns the shields with fire. Be still and know that I am God, supreme among the nations, supreme on the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. God gave her his help from the dawning of her days. The Most High has made his dwelling place a holy temple. Glorious things are said of you, O city of God established on his holy mountain. Glorious things are said of you, O city of God, as established on his holy mountain. On the holy mountain is his city, cherished by the Lord. The Lord prefers the gates of Zion to all Jacob's dwellings. Of you are told glorious things, O city of God. Babylon and Egypt, I will count among those who know me. Philistia, Tyre, Ethiopia, these will be her children, and Zion shall be called mother, for all shall be her children. 
It is he, the Lord Most High, who gives each his place. In the register of peoples he writes, These are her children. And while they dance they will sing, and you all find their home. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Glorious things are said of you, O city of God, as established on his holy mountain. The God of power has given me his strength. He has kept me in the way of holiness. From the letter of the Apostle Paul to the Romans. Just as through one man sin entered the world, and with sin, death, death thus coming to all men inasmuch as all sinned. Before the law there was sin in the world, even though sin is not imputed when there is no law. I say, from Adam to Moses, death reigned, even over those who had not sinned by breaking a precept, as did Adam, that type of the man to come. But the gift is not like the offense. For if by the offense of the one man all died, much more did the grace of God and the gracious gift of the one man, Jesus Christ, abound for all. The gift is entirely different from the sin committed by the one man. In the first case, sentence followed upon one offense and brought condemnation. But in the second, the gift came after many offenses and brought acquittal. If death began its reign through one man because of his offense, much more shall those who received the overflowing grace and gift of justice live and reign through the one man, Jesus Christ. To sum up, then, just as a single offense brought condemnation to all men, a single righteous act brought all men acquittal and life. Just as through one man's disobedience all became sinners, so through one man's obedience all shall become just. The law came in order to increase offenses, but despite the increase of sin, grace has far surpassed it, so that, as sin reigned through death, grace may reign by way of justice, leading to eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Through one man sin came into the world. In him all men have sinned. Do not not be be afraid, Mary. You You have have found found favor with God. The Lord has rescued you from death and sheltered you from all harm. Do Do not not be afraid, Mary. You You have have found found favor with God. A reading from a sermon by St. Anselm, Bishop. Blessed Lady, Sky and stars, earth and rivers, day and night, everything that is subject to the power or use of man, rejoice that through you they are in some sense restored to their lost beauty and are endowed with inexpressible new grace. All creatures were dead, as it were, useless for men or for the praise of God who made them. The world contrary to its true destiny, was corrupted and tainted by the acts of men who served idols. 
Now all creation has been restored to life and rejoices that it is controlled and given splendor by men who believe in God. The universe rejoices with new and indefinable loveliness. Not only does it feel the unseen presence of God himself, its creator, it sees him openly working and making it holy. These great blessings spring from the blessed fruit of Mary's womb. Through the fullness of grace that was given you, dead things rejoice in their freedom, and those in heaven are glad to be made new. Through the Son who was the glorious fruit of your virgin womb, just souls who died before his life-giving death rejoice as they are freed from captivity and the angels are glad at the restoration of their shattered domain. Lady, full and overflowing with grace, all creation receives new life from your abundance. Virgin, blessed above all creatures, through your blessing all creation is blessed, not only creation from its creator, but the creator himself, has been blessed by creation. To Mary God gave his only begotten Son, whom he loved as himself. Through Mary God made himself a son, not different but the same, by nature Son of God and Son of Mary. The whole universe was created by God, and God was born of Mary. God created all things, and Mary gave birth to God. The God who made all things gave himself form through Mary, and thus he made his own creation. He who could create all things from nothing would not remake his ruined creation without Mary. God, then, is the father of the created world, and Mary the mother of the recreated world. God is the father by whom all things were given life, and Mary the mother through whom all things were given new life. For God begot the Son through whom all things were made, and Mary gave birth to him as Savior of the world. Without God's Son, nothing could exist. Without Mary's Son, nothing could be redeemed. Truly, the Lord is with you, to whom the Lord granted that all nature should owe as much to you as to himself. Proclaim with me the glory of the Lord. For, for great is his, his merciful love for me. From this day all generations will call me blessed. For great is his merciful love for me. You are God, we praise you. You are the Lord, we acclaim you. You are the eternal Father. All creation worships you. To you, all angels, 
company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Through all the world the holy church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all worship, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you became man to set us free, you did not spurn the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come and be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people. But with the price of your own blood. And bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Let us pray. O God, who by the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin prepared a worthy dwelling for your Son, grant, we pray, that as you preserved her from every stain by virtue of the death of your Son, which you foresaw, so through her intercession we too may be cleansed and admitted to your presence. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 21 minutes before the hour on this Holy Day of Obligation. Be sure to get to Mass today. Today's Gospel is coming up next on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on the Solemnity of the Immaculate Conception. I'm Paul Sadek, and in today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, a passage that you're going to hear at least a couple more times this season, and it's well worth it, from the first chapter of the Gospel of Luke. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. 
and the virgin's name was Mary. Gabriel came to her. Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying, and considered in her mind what sort of greeting this might be. Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. How shall this be, since I have no husband? The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your kinswoman Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. For with God nothing will be impossible. Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, all of the daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. So just what do we mean by the Immaculate Conception? Some people still get it mixed up with the conception of Jesus, but no, it's about the conception of Mary. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 7, Special Feasts. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Through the merits of Christ and an extraordinary special grace, Mary is preserved from all stain of original sin from the very first moment of her conception. God loved her with a unique predilection. He filled her with the greatest abundance of his celestial gifts, and her participation in the divine nature exceeds that of all the angels and saints together. Her life reflects so great a fullness of innocence and sanctity that a more exalted creature cannot be conceived of except by the Creator himself. Our Lady's preservation from all stain of original sin is an absolutely unique privilege. According to theologians, the fullness of grace in Mary's case was the principal ground and characteristic of her human nature. Every aspect of her being shone with the splendor of that harmony with which God had originally wanted to endow all humanity. She was free from all actual sin and from even the slightest moral imperfection. She had no need to struggle against disordered passions, nor did she suffer interior temptations. Exempt from the consequences of concupiscence, she felt no attraction towards sin or to any of the allurements of the devil. Then, through the merits of Christ, Mary received the fullness of grace from the redemption. We understand clearly that God prepared with infinite love the one who was to become the mother of his Son. How would we have acted if we could have chosen our own mother? I'm sure we would have chosen the one we have, adorning her with every possible grace. That is what Christ did. Being all-powerful, all-wise, 
love itself, his power carried out his will. Today, in this great solemnity, we see a remarkably meaningful connection with the solemn feast of Christmas. For this reason, the church has wanted the one great celebration to follow chronologically close upon the other. The first indication of spring while it is yet winter, when everything seems dead, is the appearance of green shoots. Similarly, in a world stained by sin and plagued by despair, the Immaculate Conception prefigures the restoration of man's innocence. We can sense the imminence of this development in much the same way as we do the appearance of a flower when at first all we see is the bud. It was still winter in the cold world around, but not in Joachim's tranquil home, where St. Anne gave birth to a female child. Springtime was just beginning there. The hope of a new life began the very same moment that Our Lady was conceived in the fullness of grace without the slightest disfigurement of original sin. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. It's available at your local Catholic bookstore. Thirteen minutes before the hour on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app, Let's pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. O Mother, How pure you are. You are untouched by sin. Yours was the privilege to carry God within you. O Mother, how pure you are. You are untouched by sin. Yours was the privilege to carry God within you. O God, you are my God. For you I long. For you my soul is thirsting. My body pines for you like a dry, weary land without water. So I gaze on you in the sanctuary to see your strength and your glory. For your love is better than life. My lips will speak your praise. So I will bless you all my life. In your name I will lift up my hand. My soul shall be filled as with a banquet. My mouth shall praise you with joy. On my bed I remember you. On you I muse through the night, for you have been my help. In the shadow of your wings I rejoice. My soul clings to you. Your right hand holds me fast. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. O Mother, how pure you are. You are untouched by sin. Yours was the privilege to carry God within you. The Lord God Most High has blessed you, Virgin Mary, above all the women of the earth. The Lord God Most High has blessed you, Virgin Mary, above all the women of the earth. Bless the Lord, all you works of the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Angels of the Lord, bless the Lord. You heavens, Bless the Lord. All you waters above the heavens, bless the Lord. All you hosts of the Lord, bless the Lord. Sun and moon, bless the Lord. Stars of heaven, bless the Lord. 
every shower and dew, bless the Lord. All you winds, bless the Lord. Fire and heat, bless the Lord. Cold and chill, bless the Lord. Dew and rain, bless the Lord. Frost and chill, bless the Lord. Ice and snow, bless the Lord. Nights and days, bless the Lord. Light and darkness, bless the Lord. Lightnings and clouds, bless the Lord. Let the earth bless the Lord. Praise and exalt Him above all forever. Mountains and hills, bless the Lord. Everything growing from the earth, bless the Lord. You springs, bless the Lord. Seas and rivers, bless the Lord. You dolphins and all water creatures, bless the Lord. All you birds of the air, bless the Lord. All you beasts, wild and tame, bless the Lord. You sons of men, bless the Lord. O Israel, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt Him above all forever. Priests of the Lord, bless the Lord. Servants of the Lord, bless the Lord. Spirits and souls of the just, bless the Lord. Holy men of humble heart, bless the Lord. Hananiah, Azariah, Mishael, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt Him above all forever. Let us bless the Father and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Let us praise and exalt Him above all forever. Blessed are you, Lord, in the firmament of heaven, praiseworthy and glorious and exalted above all forever. The Lord God Most High has blessed you, Virgin Mary, above all the women of the earth. Sinless Virgin, let us follow joyfully in your footsteps. Draw us after you in the fragrance of your holiness. Sinless Virgin, let us follow joyfully in your footsteps. Draw us after you in the fragrance of your holiness. Sing a new song to the Lord. His praise in the assembly of the faithful. Let Israel rejoice in its Maker. Let Zion's sons exult in their King. Let them praise his name with dancing and make music with timbrel and harp. For the Lord takes delight in his people. He crowns the poor with salvation. Let the faithful rejoice in their glory, shout for joy and take their rest. Let the praise of God be on their lips and a two-edged sword in their hand to deal out vengeance to the nations and punishment on all the peoples to bind their kings in chains and their nobles in fetters of iron, to carry out the sentence preordained. This honor falls for all his faithful. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as it was, was in the, in the beginning, beginning, is now, now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Sinless Virgin, let us follow joyfully in your footsteps. Draw us after you in the fragrance of your holiness. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. But now, thus says the Lord, who created you, O Jacob, and formed you, O Israel, Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. 
you are mine. The God of power has given me his strength. The The God God of power power has given me his his strength. strength. He has kept me in the way of holiness. And And has given me his strength. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. The God of power has given me his strength. The Lord God said to the serpent, I will make you enemies, you and the woman, your offspring and her offspring. She will crush your head. Alleluia. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. The Lord God said to the serpent, I will make you enemies, you and the woman, your offspring and her offspring. She will crush your head. Alleluia. Let us glorify our Savior, who chose the Virgin Mary for his mother. Let us ask him, May your mother intercede for us, Lord. Son of Justice, the Immaculate Virgin was the white dawn, announcing your rising. Grant that we may always live in the light of your coming. May May your mother intercede for us, Lord. Savior of the world, by your redeeming might, you preserved your mother beforehand from all stain of sin. Keep watch over us, lest we sin. May May your mother intercede for us, Lord. You are our Redeemer, who made the Immaculate Virgin Mary your purest home and the sanctuary of the Holy Spirit. Make us temples of your Spirit forever. May your your mother mother intercede for us, Lord. King of kings, you lifted up your mother, body and soul, into heaven. Help us to fix our thoughts on things above. May May your your mother mother intercede for us, Lord. Let us conclude our prayers with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses 
as, as we, we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who by the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin prepared a worthy dwelling for your Son, grant, we pray, that as you preserved her from every stain by virtue of the death of your Son, which you foresaw, so through her intercession we too may be cleansed and admitted to your presence. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Be sure to get to Mass today. Morning Air is up next with John and Glenn. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the app. Go out, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. 10 Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.